Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses cut to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. Well, what's going on, everybody? This is Alex Kirby, host of the Down to Business Podcast. This is a great day for a podcast. It's going to be a Monday morning if you first listen to it. And if not, you're late, but that's okay. There's a lot of episodes you can catch up on. We've done over 30 episodes so far on the podcast. So if you guys are looking to do and binge on a few, uh, you came to the right place. Again, my name is Alex Kirby. I own a couple businesses here in South Carolina, far away from where my guest on the show uh, today is. Um, it's weird. I think I have a Canadian theme going on. I don't know how that happened. I think you're like my third Canadian guest, uh, Roland, uh, in the last like six, seven weeks. But um, guys, we have a great, great, great um, podcast episode for you today. Um, we got Roland Skuse, co-owner of Caledon Timber Frames. Um, out of Canada, and he's, he just has a really unique business. And so, uh, Roland, thanks for so much for being on the show, brother. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. My pleasure, Alex. Thanks for having me. And um, yeah, sorry, my, my partner unfortunately couldn't make it today. But uh, so, yeah, it's, we own uh, my partner, Dan Ray, and I have uh, been running Caledon Timber Frames for about eight years now. Um, and we basically build like timber frame homes, cottages, and outdoor structures. Uh, so basically anything, anything out of wood we can build in timber, uh, bridges, even stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's been about eight years. We have, uh, five employees now working for us. Um, and we've been able to, you know, keep them steady now. Um, we weren't always able to do that, uh, but we've definitely been growing sort of year over year, which is cool. And, uh, yeah, there seems to be a bit of a, a timber boom, if you will. And, uh, we're, we're riding that wave <laughs> as much yeah. as we can. Yeah. You <laughs> can say that I'm sure our lumber prices got kind of out of control where you are as well. Oh yeah. It's, it's wild. Lumber is like sticks are, are definitely have gone through the roof. Like timber for whatever reason, hasn't gone as, as wild, but okay. it is going up. So, but yeah, it's, it's nuts here. It's no different for yeah. like a yeah, know, sheet of plywood, 60 bucks. Crazy. Uh, sheet of half inch plywood. So yeah, it's, uh, uh we're up three or 400% here in the States, man. I mean, it's out of control. So, yeah. so Roland, so, so tell me quickly, you know, the reason I want to have you on the show is we try to have unique businesses, um, on our show so people can, can just kind of learn and, and glean whatever they can, um, from our guests. So tell me a little bit, like, What's your structure of your business? Are you guys a Monday to Friday business or do you do a lot of subcontractors? How booked out are you? You know, just kind of tell me a little bit about how your business operates on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, so we're, we're no different than, than most construction companies, I'd say. We work in the summer. Uh, we'll, we'll usually go like, I don't know, 45 to 50 hour weeks. So it's, it's Monday to Friday. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll usually work nine ten hour a day you know something like that but then occasionally it'll it'll if it's a big day in that sense then it'll be like a, a 11 12 hour day easily right so right um so yeah we i mean like we you know got to pay the guys time and a half after 40 hours it is um so yeah it just it is what it is right if we if we have the work well they're willing to work so it's it's we have we have a really good good core of uh of young guys 
that are keen and uh, and really into it, which is like the most important thing. Um, they're they want to learn, and uh, so yeah, you know, it's good. It's good in that sense. So I, I'd say uh, average average 45, 50 hour weeks, and uh, I mean that can be tough in the winter, right? Like you're sort yeah. of limited by the by, by daylight, obviously up here. Like you you know you only have eight nine hours of good daylight so um a little day i don't know if it's like that down i guess you do have shorter days down in south carolina yeah so like in the summer yeah in the summer we have a lot of i mean 7 a.m to 8 p.m we have sun so um but in the winter time yeah you're you're looking at 5 15 5 30 getting pretty dark yeah yeah you, you just don't have the uh the snow to deal with i'd imagine zero, <laughs> zero, zero snow zero Man. Um, it's crazy isn't it um, I, I can only i can only dream <laughs> i know so so tell me like a little bit about the core of your business tell you know tell our listeners what exactly you guys do um how you got going into it you talked to me about that briefly off air and just so people can kind of understand what you guys do before um you know we talk about your business in depth Sure. Yeah. So we, we built, like we went to both of us, Dan and I have uh, backgrounds in carpentry just through our, our parents, my dad's a builder and his dad's an electrician. So we were exposed to construction at a fairly young age. And, um, after we went to college, we took like a carpentry, uh, course basically in college. It was like, it was called construction engineering, but more or less just contracting 101. It was like two-year two-year course um and we took a timber a little brief introduction to timber framing course which was offered at it was fanshawe college in ontario um and that piqued our interest and so we ended up going out to british columbia taking a three-month course uh college of the rockies uh timber framing and yeah basically learned everything we need to know um i mean we didn't learn how to run a business that's for for sure but but in terms of being able to come back and, and just immediately started cutting pergolas and, and small structures, you know, like I, we built a pergola. The first thing we cut when we got back was actually I built a sign for my parents' construction company, and then we also built them a pergola. Um, so that was sort of like our first. And we didn't have any t- of the tools. It took us a long time, but we were like we were using drills and, uh, you know, chiseling out the mortises like <laughs> right, the old right. school way. So. Um, and that was so kind of cool. And we actually, we did it. We were whatever, I don't even know, 22 at the time around there. So yeah, we did it in my parents' garage. And so it's funny now like we're just finishing building our, uh, we have a 3,500 square foot shop. We're just completing because we've gotten to the point where it's like kind of bursting at the seams, um, which is good. Really, really good problem to have. It so is, anyways, yeah, we it have is. five, five employees now. And uh, yeah, we're doing pretty much exclusively timber framing. We we used to do a little bit of stick framing, like uh, you know, just conventional frames. Uh, if we were slow in the winter, stuff like that. Um, but lately, like the last two years, I'd say it's just been steady, just timber work. Um, there's just a, a big enough demand, and it's all like within two hour radius of us too, which is like a dream. Um, not to say that we couldn't ship them anywhere like all over the world, but it's just nice in that sense. So yeah, we basically uh, like the, a customer will get in contact with us or an architect or designer and uh, they'll have a concept, usually some something in mind. And then 
we'll usually develop a like a 3D design for them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, pretty pretty basic, um, just based off their floor plan. And we we do that for free. Like we don't charge for that. Um, like if we end up developing the design further, we and and doing engineering and stuff like that, then we'll we'll charge for it. Um, if we get the project. Um, but yeah, we'll basically develop a design and that helps us quote it as well. So we'll, we'll do, and we do it all in SketchUp. Uh, yeah. You sort of, you know, give, give them so, a, a, yeah. a budget. Phrase, so right? Roland, so let me get this straight. So you guys, you don't, do you install your own material as well? Or are you just creating the timber frames itself? Uh, we would do both. Wow. Both. Okay. So, yeah. Some, in some cases, uh, yeah, like a, a well-trained carpentry crew, like a, a framer, for example, could put together some of our timber frames, some of the, the more simple uh, designs. They, they're pretty rudimentary and straightforward. It's just, it's just big beams, but like guys are used to slinging like deal and stuff like that it's no different like in terms of uh, craning stuff in and and all that so sometimes a crew will tackle it we we sometimes will send a guy out to help just for the day right because it it can be a little overwhelming when you see the size of of the beams you're like oh my god like (laughs) how the hell am i gonna put this together so um but yeah we do both we do both Um, we've we've shipped kits all over the place yeah Yeah. do you do you sub out um like cranes and all that stuff? Cause I'm sure you have to have heavy duty equipment or do you have all that on, on, on your team yourself? No, no, we're not quite at that point. We bought a telehandler recently, just a small one. And, uh, so that's just a good, like a, you know, an off-road forklift. Um, just, it was small and, and used and we thought we were getting a good deal. And now the thing hasn't started in like three weeks we're waiting on parts. So I think we're going to buy a Yeah. Like we need a, you know, you need a telehandler basically. On site um, or at the shop to move the stuff around, and then yeah, on on, on like uh, install days, the majority of it is is just by hand. We'll we'll assemble all the stuff on the ground, right, and uh, or or with a bobcat, and then a crane. Yeah, we'll we'll just call the crane in for the day, and uh, and it goes fairly quickly. Like it's just a few lifts, right? Right. Usually, and uh, yeah, just makes it a lot safer and more efficient so, so, so where do you go from there when when yeah. you guys do the framing of a house do you guys like sub is that all you guys do or are you completing the entire house project for the customer or do they hire like you know are you working for a builder like how does that how does that work when it comes to you know what i'm saying like who does the inside work yeah so it all depends on the project um like i say like yeah we work with a few builders now so we'll we'll typically only manage the yeah supply of the the timber frame components uh like fabrication and supply and install and then once that frame is up we'll usually put the like the roof cladding on so not the roofing but the it's like a tongue and groove decking um which typically goes on the ceiling uh followed by a panel so the panel is like uh, basically the, the enclosure system. So it's like, think of it as a shell around that goes around the roof and the walls of the home. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that's prefabricated. We don't make those, but we'll, we'll bring those in and, and fasten them to the frame. And that gives you basically a watertight shell. And that that's usually 
where we'll hand it over to the builder or the homeowner and say, here you go. Like it's, it's ready at that point to put, you know, you can put your windows in and you can start doing your, your electrical and HVAC rough ends and all that stuff. So, Hey guys, this episode of the down to business podcast is brought to you by Ballard products. We want to thank Ballard products for being such a great sponsor of the down to business podcast. And if you guys haven't checked them out, go to ballard-inc.com, use the promo code trifecta 10. And it's the perfect time. It's springtime. They have products for our professional landscapers, but also for residential homeowners. So aeration, mower blades, anything you can think of, Ballard Products has it. Make sure you use, again, Trifecta 10 promo code to save 10% off today. Thanks, Ballard. This is so fascinating because uh, we don't, I don't know of anything like what you do uh, near where we're at. Like, I, I, I do, we do a lot of contracts with like spec home builders and stuff, but oh, yeah. I don't know anything. So, like, are, do you have a lot of competition? Are you guys sort of becoming known as the guys for this and your uh, you know where, where what part of Canada are you in again we're in Ontario which is about we're southern Ontario so we're, we live about an hour north of Toronto okay so yeah is there like a lot yeah. of competition or how are you guys you know starting to make a name for yourself are you guys built booked out weeks ahead and stuff like that yeah yeah th- this point um yeah it's it definitely took you know good six seven years but now i'd say yeah we've established ourselves we're definitely the only guys in caledon that do it um which isn't i mean a very big town uh granted but yeah even in like the what we'd call the gta so the greater toronto area which is um it, it's a pretty wide area there's there's not a lot of guys that do it a lot of guys that do smaller stuff but not so many that do the big like barns and um homes and stuff like that so we it's definitely a little bit of a niche in our area and then so a little further north in uh in ontario you get into like what we call our cottage country so like muskoka region um and so there's some like gorgeous you know summer homes and cottages up there uh it's about four hours away um so there's guys that live up there and, and exclusively sort of service that region. Um, yeah. And I mean, we've, we've done work up there, but it's just, it's almost more of a hassle to, to go up there than if, if we have work locally. So, so yeah, we're booked uh, all the way to the end of this year and, and actually spilling over into next year. It's, it's kind of wow. crazy. Um, yeah. So, so what's it been like? Coming. Yeah. I, so, so how are you handling all that? Do you have an admin team? Like, do you use a software, like software, like how you laugh? So I'm guessing you don't, I guess you are an admin team. Um, like, like yeah. mar- what are you doing for marketing? Like all that stuff. Well, marketing uh, is Instagram. Uh, that's it. Okay. Uh, we have, we have a website. My wife did our website a couple of years ago on, on Wix. Um, but yeah, it's, it, crazy uh every single one i swear without without fail of our leads is generated through instagram now um so that's been like an invaluable tool that i tell i tell anyone who'll listen to me that if, if they're in construction even if you're doing like renos and stuff like that um just to to you know promote yourself right like it's just free advertising so right because um, everybody's on there now and even like tiktok we're, we have an, an, an account but not it's not as as popular i guess as our instagram 
but yeah, that's it. Like we used to, we used to do flyers and stuff when we were younger. Like we dropped flyers manually in people's mailboxes. Uh, but yeah, now it's, it's, it's sort of, and then it just word of mouth, right? Like you work for one builder and he's got this whole other, you know, community of, of clients, right? Uh, right. Who also like the, the quality of work. And, and yeah, if you do it, if you do a nice job, then you're bound to get a few more jobs from it. Right. So absolutely. You're that's only sort of been our, our uh, motto. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're only as good as your last job. And, um, there you go. So, yeah. so, so tell me, you laughed about the admin stuff. So are you just, uh, are you just running around with your head, head cut off with the admin stuff? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, well, to some extent, like it, it definitely has gotten crazier, you know, this year, um, like this spring, sort of like the flood is, it's, it's never been this crazy. So it's definitely nice having a partner, you know, so you, we can, we can juggle because like I say, a lot of our guys, a few of our guys are young and, and relatively inexperienced. So we, it helps when you can have one guy on the tools, you know, directing traffic and one guy who can run to meetings and do like our bookkeeping and stuff like that. Right. So it, it really has worked out and it, it is working out actually so far. I mean, it, I, I actually just had, a, I had a, my first baby, um, five months oh, ago. Awesome. So it's, it's, uh, definitely there's, there's definitely a lot, a lot of time, free time for, for business owners. Um, I will say that like, even with a partner, we'll find ourselves, you know, doing a few hours, I'd say minimum uh, every night, you know, and, and it, so, which, which is hard. I, I'm sure you can relate when, Absolutely. when you're on tools all day or, or driving around in a machine or something. And then the last thing you want to do is, is quote other jobs or, you know, stuff. so it's, uh, we, we were talking about it. It's funny that you asked because we were we were toying with the idea a couple weeks ago it's like should we just hire someone to uh to do that for us like just just be dedicated in the office phones quoting all that stuff so well, it sounds like um, you I'm, do I'm sure <laughs> yeah I, i'm sure we'll get there. it sounds like you do there's a kind of rule of thumb that i use when i hired um we have one girl full-time we hired her last june is when i'm spending over 20 hours a week on admin or answering the phone then it's timed like all the time. And so it sounds like between the two of you, you're definitely spending 20 hours a week, uh, sending bids, you know, answering yeah. customer. Yeah. So it might, it might be time to do that, brother. Yeah, no, I, I, I yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm sure we will just finding that the fight in the right person. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah like it's, it's, so, it's unique, right? Like quoting for our stuff is difficult because the design sort of, yeah, it goes hand. And, um, so, I mean, whatever it, 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 it'll get to the point, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll just need to hire someone if we want to, you know, ever see our families. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but yeah, again, good problem to have. So, so what's the long-term goal? I mean, what's the, um, you know, you've been doing this seven or eight years. You said, what's the long-term vision goal for your company? Do you have one? Um, you dreamed about that? Um, I, I don't know if there's like necessarily like an end goal. Like I, we're, we're pretty happy where we are now. Um, you get to a certain point in, in production, like, uh, when you're, when you're doing fabrication and stuff like that, where, you know, you either have to decide whether you're going to you know build a, a huge facility and, and staff it, you know, in order to produce more, more timber frames, um, or you, or you just content, you know, building five houses a year, 
right? Five really cool projects, say, eh? like very unique and and they can be big or small projects. But um, so I don't know. It, it kind of gets the, it's that juggle, right? Like where I, I know for for example, my partner's dad, like so he runs an electrical business. He he has I don't know ten employees now or something like that, but. He's had, you know, up to like 20, 30 guys working for him um, and not making any more money than, than when he do, what he does now, right? Like it's just almost twice the headaches, right? And, and right. you're not really, right? So um, with Timber, yeah, so I don't know. We're, we're sort of see, right? Like it all sort of comes down to like opportunities, right, that, are, that may be presented to us. So like right now, yeah, we're, we're definitely happy building, you know, a few really sort of stunning unique projects every year right and and doing them in cool spots and, and stuff like that like i i just i love what i do i know dan does too so um that that's great right and if we can make some money while we're doing it then even better um but yeah there's definitely a boom happening and there's a shift where um there's this mass timber i don't know if you've heard of it like clt and stuff like that where they're starting to build high-rise uh construction out of out of well they'll still have a concrete core um, but they're starting to do a lot of heavy timber in in high rise so um that could why, be it why why is that uh just sustainability right like um it's definitely more environmentally friendly uh wood's renewable you know it, it it's car it stores carbon um it's just a nicer warmer feel on the inside of like say an apartment building or, or an office building like people want mm-hmm. If you, it's just warm you know what i mean so yeah um and structurally you can do incredible things with it too so um it's definitely happening it's it's happening in in uh, toronto already i went and toured a building not too long ago they went up like six stories but like a, it was like a, a huge six stories um so yeah that that could be something i could see us maybe getting that into down the road um or even yeah like a lot of guys in timber framing, they'll reach a point where they'll buy like what's called a CNC machine, um, basically a robot that does all the, the cutting for you. Um, but then you're and there's two there's two big guys that do that in in Ontario, and I I know if you know half a dozen in the states actually that do it as well. Um, but like at that point, you're more of like a factory, you know, like you're you're just producing timber frame kits essentially, um, and then just shipping them all over the place so i mean there's definitely money to be made there and and you can probably make more money doing that if you're if you have the you know the customer base um but it's just a question of what you want to do every day right like when you go into work like are you happy you know working the wood and and you know it's traditional in a sense right so well, um, that's a good point that's good that's something that's something good to ta- talk about real fast is like what route do you want to go in life you know it's Yes, you can chase money this way. Yes, you can do this and be successful. But at the end of the day, you have to wake up and be happy about what you're doing. Um, two, you have to be wake up and be motivated to want to do more of it. You know, and, and three, are you just you know are you taking pride in it, or is it just something to make another you know another buck? So um, that's interesting to talk yeah. about. Let me ask you one you know kind of final question, Roland. Um, you know, this is this has been fascinating. But I, I one thing I want you to share with our listeners is. What's what's the biggest challenge in your business for you? Where do you find uh, the most stress, headaches, and and how have you kind of if you have figured it out, how did you overcome it, or if you haven't, you know, where are you trying to you know fix some of these problems? 
Well, for us, I think what's funny, the, the biggest one right now for us was just um, getting the, the, the right facility and shop in place to, uh, you know, in order to, to more efficiently uh, do the job. So like our current situation, our shop is only like um, 30 by 25 feet. Wow, so it's yeah. tiny. It's, it's really tiny. And a lot of people are like amazed at, at the, the sort of timber work that comes out of, of a shop that size. Cause you have to wheel each beam in and out and in and out. So it's um, the amount of time we've spent over the years, I tell you. And like, it's like a winding driveway uphill, you know, so we have to back this like 26 foot trailer up and down this, this winding driveway. Um, and, and so we got really good at that, but <laughs> I'd say, so that was our big, biggest challenge was getting to the point where we can, we now can build a shop, you know, and, and, uh, have some space, you know, to store, um, to store jobs. And the other thing I would say, uh, mo- the mo- biggest challenge we face for the day to day is, um, when we get like an influx of, uh, quotation requests like right. people sending drawings and it happens every spring normally um where everybody suddenly decides they want something um being able to to schedule um not only because you don't you don't want to say no right so that's our biggest challenge is, is being able to not say no it's a but, great answer you know, yeah exactly and being able to say you know if you're willing to wait, you know, and most people are, um, unless the house is already like under construction and then it's just like, you know, sorry, that that's unfortunate in some cases. Right. But, um, but yeah, being able to juggle, you know, the jobs and, and scheduling with, in terms of getting the wood here when we need it and, um, you know, dealing sometimes with the quality issues of the material, there is a lead time involved in getting some of these bigger beams. So if you get a beam, and it's like got cracks and it's, it looks like crap, right? Like on one side or something and yeah. you got missed and you need a new one. It's like, Oh, so there's stuff like that, you know, um, sort of just day to day juggling. And, uh, but I'd say all in all it, uh, we, we, you know, we, we, we just do it, right? Like you just, you do what yeah. you gotta do. Yeah. You figure it out. Yeah. No, that's a great answer though. I mean, you know, again, for most of our listeners who are entrepreneurs or thinking about starting a business, Knowing when to say no, and that, that's probably should be the title of our of our episode, right, producer Chris? I mean, we just, <laughs> literally right before we got on this episode, we had a customer, um, Roland, that my guy showed up this morning. He said, "No, I don't want you guys to do that job until the other people mow the grass." And I'm like, "That has nothing to do with that job. It doesn't have that. They can do this job. It's totally." And then my supplier was there to drop off material, and he said, "No, not till the." the company's back, which we don't have to be there for them to dump it. So like we told the guy, Hey, sorry, we're not going to be able to serve you. Um, you're, you're, you're making demands of us that don't need to be made. There's no reason why this stuff couldn't have been done. So saying no, you know, and, and sometimes it, it, you know, your heart pounds a little bit. You're like, gosh, I I don't like saying no to people. Well, you know, you never know when your next opportunities come around the corner. But at the end of the day, you just got to trust what works for you, right? And you trust your process and your system and your business model. And your customers don't get to tell you how to run your business, you know. And and so I think that's great, great wisdom uh, to end our show with today. But hey, Roland, so tell everybody where they can find you on social media, man. I want them to check out what you guys do. So you can find us at 
Kaladin Timber Frames on Instagram. Uh, we're also on Facebook and TikTok. We've got uh, got all the bases covered. So man, we had a yeah, guy, Roland. We had a guy a couple episodes ago that had one hundred and fifty thousand followers on TikTok. Wow, crazy! Yeah, cr- crazy man. Yeah, it's it's funny. C- certain videos go viral. I don't know why they do and why others don't, but uh, I don't know. It's it's good. It's definitely uh, the way of the future, and uh, yeah, it's been working out for us nicely. Well, cool. So bro. yeah, check us out. Yeah, we will. Give us we'll, a follow. we'll do that. And uh, everybody, we uh, we appreciate you. Make sure you give Roland and his company, Caledon Timber Frames, a, a check out on social media. My name is Alex Kirby, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Down to Business podcast. Uh, really interesting, Roland, to talk to you about your business, your very unique business, and uh, just showing us a little bit about how to ha- how you handle your process and knowing when to say no. I think that's a great uh, piece of information to take uh, from this episode today. So again, guys, my name is Alex Kirby, and we hope you join us next Monday with the next episode of the Down to Business Podcast. Have a great day, everyone.